Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to the Super Spark Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. It is good to be back. I'm your New Jersey kid, Joshian, still alive and well in the Garden State, which is the second highest state for COVID cases, but we're blaming it on New York. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense to an extent. It was funny. I was actually looking at the PA to New Jersey numbers the other day, and I was like, holy shit. It's like a hundred times more likely to die from if coronavirus than me. If you look at the heat map of New Jersey, it's all up in that. It's like that north, uh, the top right port, like northeast. is. It's just all coming in from New York. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not too long until eventually it just keeps spreading mm-hmm. dust, though, right? Uh, New Jersey is actually pretty good. Uh, uh, they, they enacted the like, stay-at-home stuff fairly early on to try to curb it so well you know this is just a i guess it's just perfect kind of like karma for the new york and new jersey area right it's like last year they got the last like in-person wrestlemania (laughs) and then now they're like one of the epicenters of the coronavirus that's causing all of us to basically miss uh in a way although i guess they're still gonna put on a show anyway interesting i i have enjoyed i'm not a We'll get into it. I'm not a fan of WWE still doing WrestleMania, how they're doing it now. But I have enjoyed, like, the... Have you seen the shirts where it was, like, they brought out the back the In Your House logo, but then it says WrestleMania 36? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's watching home. And then they also had, like, uh, I Wasn't There. The, like, I Wasn't yeah, There. At WrestleMania. Yeah. And then the other one I enjoyed was... um, <laughs> It was, like, a tour date uh shirt, like, for a band. So it's, like, WrestleMania 36. Oh, and yeah. And it's, like in your living room or something like that on your on the back <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, uh, it's, it's kind of funny some of the things they're doing that's sort of cute with it but like i don't know it, it just feels to me like it would have been a lot smarter idea for them to do what it seems like a lot of the other companies are doing which is just like look we're gonna put the important shit on hold for now like aw new japan they're like that shit's on hold aw has decided to go ahead and do this other tnt tournament in the meantime i feel like that's exactly what wwe should have done they should have just addressed some of the important storylines, like in kayfabe, as far as like, you know, I was going to get my hands on you, but now the coronavirus is in the way, so you're lucky that this thing came by, and you know, eventually I'll get my hands on you. But then, in the meantime, they could have done something else. Yeah, how right? have you felt? It, it I've, I've like been it's just a giant waste of all these WrestleMania storylines. Yeah, I've been disappointed in both companies for uh, not saying like they won't say coronavirus or COVID nineteen. I mean, I guess they're going with the we're an entertainment company and we want to get you mm-hmm. away from the real world. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes sense. Especially now when like, you know, everybody's trying to just get their mind off of it. But still, I feel like if, if they didn't do it like too much, but it's did at least enough, like I feel like it could still be helpful. Yeah. Especially even just for like real life explain. Cause like the thing is, right. You don't want to throw away big storylines like Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. You don't want to have to throw away Roman Reigns and Goldberg. You don't want to have to throw away Cena in the feed. Like, you don't want to have to throw away Randy Orton and Edge, which is honestly the thing I'm looking forward to. Like, these are big storylines that, honestly, it's going to be so much better if you could just wait and do it in front of a crowd. Yeah. And, and I feel like, like for some of them, you could just talk about how it's like, look, the fucking virus came. We all know. Like, it's not like... And we're just going to delay shit for a little while. And until then, we'll do some other stuff. Yeah. Like the world knows about coronavirus, it's not a secret. Like, right? There, there's like, no other know, honestly, sports going is... on. Like, it's very obvious what's yeah. happening. 
this would be the perfect time for like if they didn't make it such a joke, like another kind of like King of the Ring tournament. You could do a lot of your other like mid card and low card guys, the guys that aren't gonna be on WrestleMania. Get them some fucking important TV time. Let them do a little tournament or something in the meantime to like fill several weeks of TV. And then plus you could do a lot of what they've been doing for the other parts of the shows too, with like cutting backstage promos or other videos that they've put together on other locations. Yeah, just have have guys in that doesn't need a crowd. Record from their homes. Do a promo. Like that would that would be yeah. the safest thing. I mean, could you imagine? Especially when like so for example, like Randy and Edge, I feel like there is so much heat to that feud. I feel like they could keep drawing that up for a couple of months if they kept like sending like verbal taunts and intimidations back and forth to each oh, other yeah. via promo. I'd be into that for a couple more months. Yeah. You know, let's wait and maybe we could have the match at SummerSlam or something. Like maybe, maybe around then it could work. Uh, I mean, look at uh, I, I feel like Roberts that honestly and... would be like one of the biggest. Yeah, oh my god, Jake Roberts. Oh, I think you cut out really bad there. Oh, can you now, here? now again. Okay, got me back. Yeah, man, Jake Roberts has been super like, yeah, impressive. All he was was sitting in his own house in front of like a fire. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just that simple. Like I feel like when the story is good enough and when you let the talent actually like act well enough and actually like tap into their characters, you can get some yeah. really good shit. Oh, but man, speaking of Jake Roberts, though, what are you thinking of his budding alliance, though, with Lance Archer? I feel like that is a far better version of, like, you remember how they had uh, Sean Spears coming in? Tully. Tully Blanchard. And I was kind of mad. But then, like, oh, my God, Jake Roberts and Lance Archer. Yes, this is some shit. Well, because, yeah, it's a great pairing. It was, Lance has always been great in the ring, um, doing the big guy gimmick over in mm-hmm. Japan. But he's never been, like, great on the mic, I'll say, like, I guess, or we just haven't been able to see that yet. And so, yeah, stick him with... Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I've never really seen great mic so stuff from him. stick him with one of the best mic men in the history of the business. Yep. And it solves two problems with one stone, right? Because, like, yeah, Lance Archer needs a mouthpiece. But then, two, the thing with Jake is he's such a good talker, but he's also so big that a lot of other guys, like, he kind of make them look smaller. But Lance Archer is bigger yeah. than him. Yeah, if you pair yeah. like Jake up with so uh, it's Sean Spears, that would that would not work. Right, that wouldn't work well because yeah, Jake Roberts is probably a little bit bigger than Sean Spears. <laughs> but yeah, so speaking of Lance, though, because uh, before we get into WrestleMania 36, I did want to get your predictions really quickly on who you think is going to be winning this TNT uh, title tournament. Uh, there's uh, a... I have the brackets. If you're not aware who's competing, yeah, I'm not. I didn't see the brackets yet. First round matches because eight people. You've got Cody versus Sean Spears in round one. Whoever wins that is going to be going up against the winner of Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Then on the other side, we have Dustin Rhodes versus Kip Sabian. And then the last match is Lance Archer versus Colt Cabana. Ooh, okay. Uh, I feel like there's no way that Lance Archer does not make the finals. Yeah, he definitely makes the finals on that side. And then I would say the other side is actually it's a pretty even field with i feel like you could have any of those guys um i would oh no i I feel like it's definitely got to be either cody or darby for sure yeah but i could also see sammy going for it too that's what i'm saying like but like if you're gonna have a finals of that tournament being sammy Guevara versus lance archer i don't think they'd book that that's true i'm also just 
unless unless Dustin, if Dustin sneaks to the finals, maybe that would be like Sammy Guevara mm-hmm. versus Dustin if he somehow upsets Lance. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's got to be Lance Archer versus either Cody or Darby. But maybe that's how Lance gets to Cody, since Cody's not accepting his challenge. Yeah, that could be. That definitely could be. So, if you had to pick somebody out of here as, as, as like a bonus prediction before we go into WrestleMania 36, who do you think is walking away from that tournament as the champion? Um, just because I have a soft spot for him and I really want to see him do well, Sean Spears. Wow, you're going for Sean yeah. Spears? Okay, I'm going to go for his uh, much-improved, better version, Lance Archer. <laughs> I feel like he's taking that bait for version sure. Version 2.0. But, uh, yeah, version like 3.0. At that point, he got bigger and he got more charismatic all at the same yeah. time. Because, you know, Lance Archer's not a great talk. He does have a lot of charisma in the way he performs his character. Mm-hmm. Or at least I think so. I think he's gotten a lot better over the last year or two in New Japan. And now he's bringing that to AEW. But switching over to WrestleMania 36, shall we dive through? Let me count how many matches. I think it's like 13 or 14 matches on this card. Uh, yes. Or these two cards. 18 if we include preliminary matches. Oh, wait. Damn. I don't okay, know. So how... I, must, I must be missing two. I don't know how up to date. Because I have 16. Uh, let's see. Here, let me just uh, list mine down. Because I think some of these aren't happening. Let me see if they updated this. Uh... Oh, no. they. Okay, this is pretty up to date. I'm looking on the Wikipedia, so I was making sure, like, The Miz, okay. like, isn't going to be there, so I was making sure he wasn't listed. Okay. This is what I have. I have Cesaro uh, versus Drew Gulak, Undertaker versus Styles, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler, Sami Zayn um, versus Daniel Bryan, John Morrison versus Jimmy Uso mm-hmm. versus Kofi Kingston, uh, Elias versus Corbin, Kabuki Warriors versus Bliss and Cross, Goldberg versus Braun, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins, Morgan versus Natalia. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and this is starting night two. That so Liv Morgan versus Natalia, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, Lesnar versus McIntyre, Cena versus Wyatt, Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi versus Banks versus Tamina, Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza, Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley, Edge versus Orton, and Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, okay, so yeah, I think the only two matches that I didn't know about were Cesaro Gulak and then Liv Morgan is fighting Natalia yep, in a singles match on the night two pre-show. Why? What the fuck? So then, does that mean Natalia? She's not in the women's tag match. Uh, or did I miss that? It's it, Kabuki Warriors, Bliss and Cross, and then Natalia and Beth Phoenix. No, or did they take them out. It's just Kabuki versus Warriors versus Bliss and Cross. Okay. Cool. Okay then I think I'm good to go. If you want to lead it off, champion. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt over John Cena. Ooh. That absolutely should happen. Can you imagine if they had Cena beat the Fiend again? (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess I should say if he beat Bray Wyatt again, because he hasn't beaten the Fiend yet. But if he beats the Fiend, then it's like, what the hell else could he ever do? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I pray, I pray that you are right. That the Fiend wins. He needs this so badly. Um, let's see. Let's see. Who am I going to take? Oh, 
Um, I'm going to go for Shayna Baszler over Becky Lynch. Mm. I feel That's like an interesting choice. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's just, it's definitely time. And I feel like there have been rumors about like her probably taking a little bit of time off. And I feel like that makes sense for her to take some time yeah. off. And I feel like Ronda Rousey's probably going to be getting involved in some way or another. That just, that just feels right. And uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens though. Because I, I, even though she has lost a little bit of her shine, I think coming back into somebody who's a real challenge for her, Becky has gotten a lot of her steam back from last year. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm I think it's based on time, especially with like, man, she squashed everybody in the elimination chamber. She has, she has to win after that. Mm-hmm. That's true. I cut, dude, elimination chamber feels like months ago. Yeah, it feels like forever ago. Uh, so right, what are you I, taking next? I'm going to take Drew McIntyre over Brock Lesnar. I think he wins the WWE Championship. I feel like I agree, but then again. I feel like if there was a crowd there, there would be no question. It's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Something they wanted to build. My only thought is I wonder if because there's not going to be a crowd, if Vince is going to be like, nope, we have to wait until there's a crowd for the moment. And it somehow fucks over McIntyre with the booking. I don't know. I could see it. But, um, hmm. You know what? All right, I gotta, I gotta take my boy before there's no chance to take it. I want to take John Morrison to win the triple threat ladder match. No longer being <laughs> for the burned down by the Miz in this match. The Miz is good on the mic in the match. He's gonna have a great ladder match with Jimmy Uso and Kofi. I can, I can feel it already. Singles match for the tag team titles. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> WWE logic. <laughs> Uh, so then you taking Jimmy or Kofi? Uh, I will take Jimmy. The Usos. Holy shit, you know what? I just thought of something. Some great 4D chess that might play exactly into what you're thinking. What? What if Jay Uso is actually the one who <laughs> takes the titles down? Because if the ref can't tell the difference between the Usos... Maybe he pulls a little twin magic switcheroo <laughs> when Jimmy gets all beat up, and then Jay, fresh as a motherfucker, just runs up there and takes the titles. That would be uh, oh, that would be interesting. That would be awful. That would be so bad. I hope they don't do that. Uh, let's see. Ooh, you know what? Has it been 100% confirmed Braun is replacing Goldberg, yes, right? Yes, that match is definitely happening. I'm taking Braun over Goldberg. Interesting. I thought with the switch that Goldberg might retain, so I'm happy with Goldberg. Yeah, I mean, that, that logic definitely may work. I mean, I might shoot myself in the foot here. Because that it's like, I feel like they have Lesnar on a more long-term contract, and Goldberg they probably only had until WrestleMania. So that it's like, all right, we just have to get the Goldberg thing out of the way. Otherwise, we got to sign a new contract with him and fuck that. <laughs> like, as, as much as like I shit on Lesnar, at least Lesnar can kind of put on a match. But like Goldberg is just the most god awful piece of shit to ever step in. 
a wrestling <laughs> ring and make that much money. Like, I can't believe it. <laughs> he couldn't even fucking hit his own goddamn finishing move on Bray Wyatt. Like, after he'd been in control the whole match. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. All right, so who you take it next? Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Kevin Owens beats Seth Rollins. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I feel like that's that's probably got to happen because Rollins has gotten the better of him for a lot of this build at this point. Yeah. Owens definitely needs, like, something, even though I feel like it's it's unfortunate. I feel like this isn't going to mean that much, though. Do you think this win over Rollins is going to mean very much? Like, if Owens uh, beat him? No. I think it's going to be... Uh, I think it's just going to be another win for Owens, but yeah, I think after all of this comes down, I think he could have a big push. I feel like if, if they do this right, this could be like a helm towards the title picture, and maybe he could be a contender for a world champion after WrestleMania. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I going to take? I'm... Um... I'm going to take Otis Dozovich over Dolph. I feel like they're going to give everybody that feel-good win. Give Otis his, his yeah, win just, and have I'm a little just, moment with Mandy. I'm just curious what they do with him and Mandy. It, that thing's been so weird. Well, I, I just checked in with it pretty recently, and they did uh, the reveal in storyline where now Mayo's that apparently Sonya was in cahoots with Dolph Ziggler all along and had uh, sent this text to Otis to make sure that he was late to give Dolph the opportunity to swoop in ah. to be upset with both of them. So I'm wondering if at some point this is going to be leading to like a mixed tag match or something. I feel like that WWE likes to do that a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess maybe there's potential. Like Dolph could win this if Sonya interferes too much. I guess that's the problem. Yes, that can be the storyline. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and take Otis. I feel like they might give us that that feel-good win. Yeah. Um, did uh, We didn't call Edge versus Randy Orton yet, right? We have not. I've been teetering back and forth on that one so much. Uh, I, I say Edge. I think first match back, I think you got to give him that win. Mm. Okay. They have to make it up for missing his first spear in that Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, that's my, I can't believe they missed that. But yeah, that, oh my gosh, yes. Um, I would love for Edge to win this. I feel like that'd be great for the comeback. I also, I feel like there'd be a lot of potential in kind of Randy going uber heel in winning this and really bringing back some of that. Especially because they would give Edge some time. Words. And he could come back and then do another storyline, like whether he's still trying to get revenge on Randy or if it's against somebody else. I don't know. But then I guess if, if it's returning from injury again, it might be too samey. So I still feel like it'd be good to give it to Edge. But like if they did it right, giving a lot of heel heat to Randy could be really good. Because like, man, Randy is at his best when he's just total heel. Don't you think? Yes. And, so then, and yeah, he's like, been very good in this program. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, like if he were to take out Edge and then like start going after somebody else, like I feel like Randy could really, really sell it. 
then again, I don't know. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. Maybe the only reason he's been doing so good is because it's Edge. Like, I think he's more motivated right now. Ed, don't you? He's, he's definitely motivated by his friends. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Who am I going to go for next? Let's, uh, you know what? I'm going to say Daniel Bryan beats Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title. I feel like... Uh, uh, yeah, that was going to be my pick, too. Yeah, I just, you know, especially if they're going to be going on hiatus for a little while, it's like, just let's put it on Daniel Bryan and we can figure it out later. With Sami Zayn, I feel like part of the whole storyline, right, was like he won it without being touched by Braun. So he kind of has to, yeah. like, make sure that he doesn't get touched, but that Daniel Bryan's going to get his hand on him, so he probably should just lose. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, Daniel Bryan, technically, uh, if I'm remembering correctly... Daniel Bryan never really lost the Intercontinental title, right? Like, isn't didn't he um, like retire yeah, he the first time as up, champion? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he never lost that belt. Yeah, because he had to give up the WWE title, and then he had to give up the Intercontinental. Yeah, what a poor bastard. Uh, for my next pick, mm-hmm. I disagree with it in my heart, but my head and logic Ooh. of WWE logic, I should say says that The Undertaker defeats AJ Styles in the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're you're so right. You're 100% right. <laughs> My heart says no. Please just give this to Styles. Why are you doing this? Like, I just want to see Styles and Gallows and Anderson just beat the shit out of The Undertaker and just bury him in, in like five minutes. Like, Yeah, fuck it. That'd be hilarious. I'd be so down with that. And if you did it right, you could actually get some real JD out of that, I think, which is probably the best thing you can do from The Undertaker because it's like you're never going to get a good match out of him ever again. So it's like, geez, please let him retire. Get something good out of it. Let AJ Styles be an asshole. Like, I would love that. But yeah, you're right. I'm sure WWE is thinking like, oh, we have to have the only two people who've ever beaten The Undertaker always just be Lesnar and Reigns. We can't give that to somebody else. Then it's like, what, they're on their level? Even though AJ yeah. Styles is better than both of those motherfuckers combined. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Ooh, you know what? Shit. This is so hard. I'm going to be taking the Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley match. But who wins? I say... I was avoiding that match. Yeah. You know what? I think with WWE's logic, it's got to be Charlotte. This. Well, I mean, I think one, this one's going to depend how hard Triple H uh, like vows for Rhea. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like I feel like hmm. the problem with Rhea Ripley keeping the title is I there's, they're never going to find somebody on the level of Charlotte to take it off of her. And if she loses it to Charlotte, this would be the opportunity for her to go to... And this could give Charlotte an opportunity to go down to NXT and avoid having to deal with Shayna Baszler, which I'm sure they don't want to book them against each other yet, since Becky's dealing with that. And I guess they don't want to have to deal with the Bailey situation. I feel like they don't give a fuck about that women's division at all. Yeah, SmackDown Women's Division. 
so yeah, I feel like if you give it to Charlotte, plus Charlotte could really like maybe do some more with coming back to NXT and like elevating that brand. Like maybe that would be a counter for trying to deal with AEW is like trying to plug Charlotte in as a star in NXT and drive up ratings. I don't know. It just it feels like a WWE thing to do. So I'm going to go with Charlotte yeah. over Rhea, but I could definitely see Rhea winning this. I'm, like there's, I'm not certain at all. Yeah, I'm okay with uh, Rhea. All right. Um, uh, I'm going to say Aleister Black defeats Bobby Lashley. Oh, shit. I should have fucking seen that. That's a, yeah, you're totally right. That's such a good thing. You missed something out of the 18 matches. (laughs) My eyes deceived me. How many, how many have we picked so far? Uh, Let's see. 12. Okay, so six more. Yep, we're almost done. <laughs> and they can go watch <laughs> WrestleMania and see how right we were. But yeah, yeah. Alistair Black, yeah, I'm not even going to defend Bobby Lashley. There's no way. There's no way he's beating him. Uh, ooh, let's see. I'm going to go... Ooh, okay, you know what? I'm going to go for Street Profits next to retain over um, mm, that was Garza good. and Theory. Just because that was the match I was looking at, and then I saw Alistair Black below it, and I was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's, you know, Theory's brand new, so I feel like they're not going to put it on him yet. Yeah. Just got to prove himself. And this is clearly a substitution out of the injury because, uh, you know, Andrade was supposed to be here. Yeah, Andrade just calling everybody up from NXT, right? Because yeah. Angel Garza comes up when he gets suspended <laughs> and then he gets hurt, so then they call up Austin Theory. Replacement for replacement. But I, but I love that they've been using Zelina as an actual manager going, oh, one of my guys went down. I looked down at NXT and brought up the best guy. I know, it's perfect. It's like they accidentally turned Zelina into a real manager. (laughs) Vince McMahon, I hate managers. Shit, I guess I need a manager. We're going to have Zelina. (laughs) Zelina, we're going to have Zelina bring up these guys from NXT. God damn it, that sounds great. We should get more of those kind of people. (laughs) They're called managers, Vince. (laughs) Oh, what the fuck? What? (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, let's see, we got uh, okay, four matches see. left. Uh, fuck it, I'm just gonna say Elias beats Corbin because that's what I want to happen. <laughs> but I could care less about both those guys. Oh, I feel like Corbin is unfortunately one of their weird favorites, so I feel like he has a very good chance to just beat Elias because fuck him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's see. What am I gonna go for next? Uh, hmm. Smack that women's title. That'd be Bailey or Sasha. You know what? Um, I'm going to go Sasha. I'm going to go on a little bit of a limb there. Damn because it. Yeah, I was, I was going to go Sasha. I feel too. like a really great way to kind of culminate. They've things. been hinting at. Yeah, and maybe try to like. I don't think that Bailey heel turn has really gone very well. I feel like they've just mismanaged it all to hell. But it's been long enough that she hasn't been a babyface. If she comes back to being babyface, maybe that could actually give her some momentum and they could work with that so if Sasha turns on her real hard then maybe enough sympathy towards Bailey could save her (laughs) so I'm gonna go with that I'll go with Sasha who are you taking Uh, I guess I'm gonna have to go Bailey then because it's it's out of the two of them definitely but I was leaning towards Sasha no way you see uh, Naomi Tamina or Lacey winning Lacey would be third for my in terms of like 
chances. Uh, but no to Naomi and Tamina. Yeah. Naomi ha- always has that like option though. She's she can get heated up, but uh, I just don't feel like they've done much. Yeah, really. exactly. The problem with Naomi is not on Naomi. It's just that management doesn't give a shit about her. Yeah, she's an excellent right. Like she is a like you want to talk about like most improved over the past what like ten years or what you want to say. Like I would pick Naomi out of like even some of the guy wrestlers because she came from. That god awful tag team with uh, what's her name? The, oh, the, Cameron? the Funko Dactyl. Yeah, in the Funko Dactyls. Yeah, the Funko Dactyls. That's right. But then look at her now. Like now she's one of the premier like women on the roster. Yeah, she's like a she is a good women's wrestler, and not just like you know uh, from a physical standpoint too, but also like from a character standpoint. Like she's good at relating to the audience. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's obviously Becky Lynch, like but she's good. Yeah, but she's like obviously thought about her character and stuff like that with the dancing and the glow and stuff like that. Like, yeah, and you can definitely like feel her performance come through. Like, you can feel yeah. her in the character. Mm-hmm. Let's see, all right. Uh, so, which match are you going to take next? Uh, I'm gonna say. So I'm gonna say Cesaro defeats Drew Gulak. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a solid prediction. In order to counter the, because I think which, but I think you took the prediction, but I think it's also mm-hmm. going to happen. Daniel Bryan taking the uh, Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Cesaro beats his protege to become number one contender. Yeah, well, this is on Perfect. the pre-show, so it's going to happen before, right? I'm just saying the balance between the two like teams, so to speak. Oh, right. Cesaro right, right. gets a win mm-hmm. for Sammy, for Zane and Nakamura. Then Daniel gets the win for him and Drew later. Yep. Gotcha. That makes sense. I agree completely. Although it would be a hell of a win for Gulak to beat Cesaro. But yeah, I don't think it's lightly. So then we got Liv and Natalia versus, or Kabuki versus Bliss and Cross. Also, did you hear the fucking dumbass name that Bliss and Cross's actual tag team is called? What? From what I hear, it's called Bliss Cross Applesauce. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I think they win. I think Bliss and Cross win. <laughs> with their applesauce? Yep, with their applesauce bullshit over the Kabuki Did you Warriors. see... Uh, one thing is, Bowling for Soup is still a band, and then two, they came out with a new song about Alexa Bliss. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, do I have some a link for you that I'm going to message you right now? Oh, my God. I'll have to check this out afterwards. This is insane. I don't even know which I'm more surprised about. Is the fact that they're still a band or that they made a new song about Alexa Bliss? Right? That's, <laughs> I said the exact same thing. Someone was like, Bowling for Soup a song about Alexa Bliss. And I was like, like the Bowling for Soup that I grew up on? What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, who knew if they were still around? Maybe, maybe uh, Bliss will be inspired by the song to win the tag titles back. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It this women's out, tag division came out like a month or two ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. They, I feel like they actually need to give a shit about one of these teams in the women's tag division instead of just kind of like to give a shit about the division altogether. But yeah. Yeah, 
But I feel like they have to start with caring about at least one team in the division for them to then start caring about a division. And it just seems like they never care about any women's tag team consistently. Like, yeah, it's so weird. Like, I don't know why half of the time that the Kabuki Warriors have been tag team champions that like Asuka has been kind of like half-heartedly chasing uh, Becky's title, but then like nobody is coming for their tag titles like ever. Yeah, she's just been like, I want the singles title. And no one has been like, yeah, we want the tag titles. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what the fuck? And like, I feel like there could be such a good story in that. In that, like, say if Asuka is so focused on trying to get the women's title back and whatnot, but then, like, there are all these tag team challenges that are coming at them. And then Kyrie's like, hey, Asuka, do you mind maybe focusing a little bit more on our tag team? I can't keep it going by myself, you know? And then maybe they eventually lose those tag titles, and then it leads to a feud between them because then it's like, Fuck Oscar, why were you so focused on this other shit when I needed you? Like, but they just like, ah, eh, we don't care about any of that shit. We'll just not do anything for months. Just basically forget those titles even exist until it's like, oh, I guess WrestleMania is happening. Uh, fuck it, that's a tag team. That's a tag team. Here's a match. Even though there's no story, yeah. no feud, like no even competitive division to even like care about as far as just like, oh, well, these are just two top teams who have done really well. And we just want to see who wins. It's like, who fucking cares? It's also like this final match that we have to pick a winner for. Liv Morgan versus Natalia. Uh, flip a coin. <laughs> oh, is, is it my turn? It's like, uh, fuck, why isn't this Liv Morgan versus Lana? At least she had a story of S versus Lana. And where's Rusev? He's not even fighting Bobby Lashley. What the hell? God damn it, Joe. I knew it. That storyline was never going to pay off. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Liv Morgan. Just for the hell of it. Liv Morgan. Just fuck it. Why not? And sure. Yeah, I'll take Natalia. Uh, maybe she'll teach her a lesson about uh, why you don't come to WWE with even less of a gimmick than you left with. At least before she had a blue tongue and now she's <laughs> just a girl. Who was a lesbian for a couple of weeks, and now that doesn't even matter. <laughs> so now she's just a bad wrestler. Great, <laughs> good gimmick, bitch. Oh boy! All right, is that all of our predictions? That is it, man. We blew through that shit with record speed, and I think we also gave WrestleMania yep. as and much thought and consideration as WWE did. <laughs> and now we will uh, sit on Zoom because we are maintaining social distancing yes. and uh, we're going to watch some WrestleMania. Perfect. Alright, I'll see you soon there, buddy. And for all the rest of you, enjoy the shows. Stay away from everybody else. No coughing on people. <laughs> yes, and wash, and your, wash hands. your hands. Alright, peace. <laughs>